The James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Hey Christian. Hi James. How are you? I'm very well, how are you? Look good man. Good. So Christian, great to have you for the, to taste your 2019 Pichon Baron. And, uh, you know, 2019 looks to be an excellent year. What are your thoughts on the whole thing? Above all, what really made it great, I think, is that we had a, uh, a prolonged ripening season. Uh, really, we had good weather from the beginning of June uh, right through to the end of September. And uh, there'd been quite a lot of uh, rainfall the early part of the year, so there was lots of reserves. And we had a little bit of uh, rain end of July, beginning of August, which was just right. And uh, the conditions for the grapes were really uh, great. And it was particularly so, I think, for Cabernets. Uh, we had just magnificently ripe, uh, pure Cabernets here in, uh, in Poyac. And uh, Bichon, anyway, is a wine that's determined by... Uh, uh, the quality of the of the Cabernets, which typically can make uh, uh, you know about eighty percent of our Grand Vin, and the and the base of the wine comes from the big plateau, which is actually behind my head now, uh, where where you have these sort of deep beds of gravel in undulating ground, and this little corner where you've got Pichon Baron on one side of the road, Latour on the other, and then Lascaux uh, a bit further uh, south in Saint Julien, and and those are just three great terroir. Uh, for the Cabernet Sauvignon grape. And this year, it was magnificent. And in, in fact, this is uh, Pichon uh, with the highest proportion of Cabernet that we've ever had uh, because the, the Cabernets from the Great Plateau were just so pure uh, and beautiful this year that we really didn't feel like putting too much Merlot in there. And so uh, there's, uh, there's only 13% of Merlot in this, uh, in this Pichon. And that's actually for Merlot. That, that we've got one little parcel of Merlot on the Great Plateau, and that's, that's where that came from. So uh, that, that's uh, the, the, the character of the wine for me this year is, is, is really marked by very uh, pure, fine, long, great Cabernet. As, as you know, we, we, um, we, we changed things quite radically at Pichon from 2000 and on, 2001 onwards uh, when we decided to uh, basically select the... the, the um, the wines for the Grand Vin uh, from the heart of the, of the vineyard around the, 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 the great uh, plateau, which is next to the chateau. Uh, and since that time, uh, proportions of Cabernet have been higher. In the 90s, you were at about 60% Cabernet, 65% Cabernet. Um, in the last few years, we've been around 80% Cabernet. And, uh, and then this year, we, this is, uh, it's gone up to 87. How would you, for example, compare it to 2016? I think there are there are some uh, there, there are some similarities with sixteen because uh, it, it uh, like sixteen it's the product of a uh, a very prolonged ripening period so you had a great uh, summer but you also had a, a wonderful uh, uh, autumn and 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 the two things are, are, are crucial and uh, wines like that tend to have uh, wonderful harmony about them, I find. Uh, if, if you, a counterexample would be 15, where we had a, a really great summer, but, but not that much of a, a, an end of season. And, and 15 is, is, is all about uh, wonderful ripeness in the mid palate. Uh, 16 uh, has, has, I think, uh, just 
lovely purity and, and harmony. And I, and I think uh, 19 resembles 16 uh, to a great extent in, in, in that respect. What strikes me with the wine is how polished the tannins are. Like it's sort of counterintuitive. You would think because you have less Merlot that it might be a little bit more, the tannics might be a little bit rougher, but actually it has incredible length and the tannins are so fine. It's just beautifully exactly. ripe tannins for, you know, beautifully ripe Cabernet. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, the, the, this, this for me is one of my three favorite vintages since I've been at Pichon, the other, the other two being 10 and 16. I've never known a Pichon during my time here uh, that has such fine, uh, uh, fine and long tannins. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's something that's particular about it. And uh, I, don't, I like it a lot. Now we have the Sudero 2019. And, you know, uh, people are talking a lot about the excellent quality of, uh, of the reds and, and outstanding, the very good quality of dry whites. What was the story with uh, Sotern? in 2019. I, I agree with both comments about red and the dry whites. We made some, uh, some really lovely dry whites at Sudero this year, which are both uh, the, the, the Blanc Sec and the, and the S, which are both majority Semillon wines, and, and they were lovely. Um, we, we, so we made our dry whites at, uh, at the beginning of September, um, long before Botrytis arrived, and they were, they were great. After that, September was actually quite quite uh, frustrating for, from a, a Sauterne point of view because uh, uh, September was sunny and dry. And sunny and dry is great for the reds. It's, uh, it's not so great for the formation of botrytis. And so there was almost no botrytis uh, uh, forming in the vineyard during the whole of the month of uh, September. We did one tree in, uh, in, in September, and that was mostly, uh, well, almost entirely um, the Pesserie grapes, the ones that shriveled up, you know, without uh, botrytis. And, and that gave a, a, a quite light, pretty interesting uh, uh, wine, but none of that went into the, the Grand Vin of uh, Chateau Sudere. That went into the, the, the second wine. At, at, but the beginning of October, we, we got uh, a, a bit of rain and humidity started. We started getting the, uh, uh, you know, the, the misty mornings, the fogs uh, that, that last until uh, uh, 11 o'clock uh, in the morning sometimes, which you absolutely need for for botrytis. And botrytis finally set in at the beginning of October. And we waited until the 10th of October, and that's when we did our, our second tree. And, and that was the one that was uh, um, fantastic. It, it was uh, it, because we had a, 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 rival, a lovely arrival of botrytis on extremely ripe grapes. And uh, the, the richness you have in the wine this year, I think, is partly uh, because of botrytis, but partly because of the, the wonderful ripe fruit that the botrytis uh, arrived on. And uh, it wasn't a massive descent of botrytis, but there was, uh, there was more than enough. So the result was uh, a wine that I think has a, a, a very unusual uh, uh, equilibrium, uh, balance and harmony that, that are, are slightly atypical in style, I think. The top dry whites from um, Sauternes were excellent in uh, in nineteen. 
Yeah, so did I. I for, for me, the, it was the best, uh, the best Esther Sudero we've, we've ever made. And, and the, the reason for that is, I think, is because of the exceptional ripening conditions we had in 19. You know, we've always been prioritizing uh, Semillon in our blend because uh, uh, Chateau Sudero is a great Semillon terroir, and there aren't that many great Semillon terroirs in the world. So we've always felt it logical to have uh, a high proportion of Semillon in the blend. And the Semillons in 19 we're able to get magnificently ripe. And, and uh, it's actually the highest proportion of semillon we've ever used in our dry wipe. It's, it's a 63% uh, semillon in the S. And, uh, and, I, and I think we've, uh, um, we've got a great dry white wine uh, from, from Sudero this year. I totally agree. I almost thought it was like, is this, I thought it was almost too good. It was seriously, when I tasted it last week, I was really surprised and now it all makes sense. Okay, well, listen, I got to go and taste some more wines. Uh, thanks again. And uh, you really, this year, a very special Pichon and also a special dry Sudro. So well done and uh, look forward to catching up in Bordeaux or maybe Portugal. Look forward to seeing you here. Okay, buddy. Thanks again. Thanks, James. Ciao. Merci.